messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Are we on TV right now? I don't know. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Genevieve Haz. Hi, Andrew. So, I don't want to say too much about our main topic here at the top of the show, but let's just say we have a fun one in store today. We're sitting out on our porch late on a Friday or Saturday night this weekend, maybe having a Coors Light or two, and we came up with a pretty, I think, fun idea. Yes. Ripped from the headlines of our own life (laughs) and inserted into a commercial campaign that we all know and love well. So we'll tell you more about that once we actually get into the segment, but also I want to say that uh, it is, I mean, after... Many, many desperate emails and phone calls from the Ad Council. I'm happy to say we are bringing back the segment with love from me to YouTube. We (laughs) skipped it a couple of weeks. This is where I play for you a commercial that I found on an old VHS tape. I'm digging into a new... Yes, uh, we well, heard your cries. We yes. heard your pleas. People were like, please. We saw the sky. We saw the billboards that you took out in our please, neighborhood. you haven't been doing with love from me to YouTube. The mid-90s is an underexplored landscape. <laughs> so I grabbed another unmarked VHS tape from the box that I got at the garage sale last year. And it turns out it is from February, February 28th, 1995. I know it because so far I'm about, I don't know, 45 five minutes in and it's just somebody taped the early morning news on Como <laughs> 4, the ABC affiliate here in Why Seattle, Washington on Fat Tuesday, February news. 28th, 1995. Oh and they have local God. headlines, national headlines. It's fantastic. I'm glad I'm we gonna... have it, but why would you tape it? Oh, it's so great. I'm going to upload the entire thing to YouTube at some point. But today I'm just going to play for you one commercial that um, I saw on this tape. And it's a local commercial in Genevieve. I don't want to oversell this. And maybe it's a bit of a visual thing but it is the closest thing to a Tim and Eric sketch that I've seen outside of a Tim and Eric sketch in our exploration of commercials wow, so I'm excited and it's not it's not one of those like ironic low budget commercials it's just like really bad I don't want to overplay it because it's not like in your face boots and pants and boots and pants bad it's yeah. just it's just it's, bad. it's better for being honestly yes. earnestly bad the swipes that they use or the wipes i should say is just like it's right out of tim and eric I style love it. editing i cannot wait uh and also we will check in with the ad council i will just leave it at this for now we need to offer a quick correction and an apology to one of our favorite actors we do i feel very bad about this we one. made a mistake and i feel like it's a mistake that i have made in the past on podcast okay this really will, raises this be... the question how many times can i be corrected on the let same this mistake? be the last time we make this mistake <laughs> let's hope i have a lot of podcasts All right, we were sitting on the porch of our house this weekend, as I mentioned, knocking back a few, and we were talking about the fact that we have a lot of crows. Talking about the birds here, 
who have apparently befriended us and love bringing us gifts. We think that well, that's our hopeful interpretation of what's occurring. The or other interpretation is extremely frightening. <laughs> they're threatening us in the most macabre way imaginable. Yeah, if they knew how their gifts, if they understand how their gifts are being received, uh, then I think we do have cause for worry. But I, I think that crows don't know that they are that it seems like a scene out of True Detective season one. We have received some skeletal remains with fur attached to it. A scalp of a squirrel. We have also received, I believe, did you say corn kernels or, I, or rice, rice arranged? Rice kernels. I found uh, like 50 rice kernels kind of arranged outside. A lot of this takes place near a bird bath that we have set up. Mm-hmm. Just like a, doesn't have flowing water, but it's just like a, a dish that we keep clean water in. And that is itself a challenge because as soon as you put clean water in it, crows bring food that needs to be softened up mm-hmm. for them to eat it. So there's constantly has like peanuts and bread and rice dropped in it. Mm-hmm. And so I found and like a, an, an entire fish one time or an most, entire, of a fish. most of a fish. Um, yep. So they just bring these things and they either leave them in the bird bath to soften up for eating, which they then come back and eat it, or they leave it sitting somewhere on a beam where we'll be sure to find it. In other words, they're not just dropping it randomly. Like, they're arranging it. It's mm-hmm. really clear. Yes. Um, and they left that mushroom. Oh, that's right. A weird uh, kind of mushroom Some thing. kind of fungus yeah. or mushroom. Yeah. So we were just talking about this, and I think we said, oh, we have a crow problem, which we don't really see it as a problem, but no. I think that's how it came up. And we thought immediately of the Geico commercials that we've talked about a lot on the show. Like, some, a lot of them we really love. The um, ants. We love the, the ants. We quote this all the time. And if you're unfamiliar with these uh, commercials, uh, Geico has set up this sort of construction where you hear from a couple of new homeowners and they say we love our new place but we have a blank and they fill in some sort of an issue that they're having for example this one they say we have ants and the problem is not the insect but a bunch of i guess parental siblings wandering around the house kind of being pushy and bossy they are like home there's so much space we have a guest room now but we have ants then we see you're slouching again ted we see an ant expired expired Expired. Thanks, Aunt Bonnie. It's a lot of house. <laughs> I hope you can keep it clean. At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. Which helps us save a lot of money. Oh, Teddy, did you get my friend request? Oh, I'll have to check. Aunt Joni's here. For bundling made easy, go to Geico. So that's we I have can, I never get over this one because every line in it is great. It's a lot of house. Hope you can keep it clean. Honestly, that one makes me laugh so much, but oh, Teddy, did you get my friend request? And the way he like sighs and says, I'll have to check is so good. There are some that we felt were stretching a little bit. The f- we have a fencing problem, yeah. I believe. And like there's where two their f- neighbors are constantly doing fencing the sport outside their house. And inside and their house. And knocking things over. And also you wouldn't say we have a fencing problem. I felt like that was a yeah, little bit a of a stretch. Yeah, what's a fencing problem? You would say we have a problem with our fence, right. which then breaks that joke up. This one we liked, though. This one was a clogging problem. We love the new apartment. The natural light is amazing. Hardwood floors. There is a bit of a clogging problem. And then we realize there's a family of cloggers. I guess these are Amish-style cloggers. Yeah, it's interesting how they're styled. They are styled like Amish or Mennonites, um, but 
this is a real family. I remember looking this oh, up yeah. when this when we were talking about this before. Who they perform. They really perform. Yeah. They don't dress like this old fashioned way. Like that's that's done for the sake of this joke. But um, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, anyway, I'll just hit play on the rest of this. But the point is, they the problem is that their upstairs neighbors are. It's interesting. This one is an apartment, yeah. by the way, not a new homeowner. Um, and the this family is always clogging above them. At least Geico makes it easy to bundle our renters and car insurance. Yeah, helping us save even more. The family's like eating dinner and clogging. <laughs> They're doing laundry and clogging. For bundling, maybe brushing their teeth and clogging, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I'm trying to think. There was an animal problem where I believe the, animal, the, the Muppet, the Muppet is upstairs a playing the problem. drums. The band Rat R A T T were playing their music too loud in the basement. So. You said it would be fun if, oh, because, well, first of all, let's finish our pitch. Yeah. So we said, oh, we have a crow problem. And then we started riffing where you could have a house. You know, you have a couple and they yeah. say we have a crow problem. We love our house, but we have a crow problem. And then we said, who would be in there? You'd have like Cheryl Crow in there. Yep. Cameron Crow, director slash journalist, and the and Russell Crow. Russell Crow are in there. And then you had the great button at the end. Yeah. So I thought the idea would be, you know, we see that they we said they say we have a crow problem, which to be clear, we were again, we were just sort of riffing and most houses wouldn't recognize a crow problem as like yeah. a common thing. But just for the sake of argument, it could work. It's not as bad as fencing problem. Yeah. So the imagine Russell Crow and this would be quite a an outlay, I think, sure. and quite an expenditure for Geico. We need to raise some money. You're going to have to raise yeah. some money for this one. Um, going to have to crowdsource this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you get Russell Crowe and Cheryl Crowe and Cameron Crowe. And I imagine them being just sort of like um, being just sort of like difficult house guests, mm-hmm. basically, or, or like maybe fighting with each other. Just taking arguing, up a lot of space. Taking up a lot of space. You're trying Rus- to get comfortable watching a movie with your with your partner. But there's like Russell, Russell Crowe's Crow's doing just his mean like, mugging you. Reese, Russell Crowe's mean mugging you and doing like he's like doing the karate move that he did against <laughs> that um, uh, that bellhop or whatever. <laughs> oh, that sure, concierge sure. in the hotel. Yeah. Cheryl Crowe's like being like very difficult. About, I think she's like very environmentalist. And oh, like she's being sure. difficult about like yeah. you're not doing your compost Ooh, right. I like that. And Cameron, Cameron Crow, Crow's constantly like doing. videotaping you, like he's trying to direct. Yeah, something. he's like, do it again, but make it, but with yeah. a bigger smile. So you have whatever. a whole scene mm-hmm. where like these three crows are making a problem, and then right after the Geico, uh, you can get fifty, you know, get home insurance for fifteen percent or less, uh, in fifteen minutes or less. Then we cut to the outside of this house, and standing outside the picture window is Adam Duritz. Of, of counting, counting crows. crows and and the only joke is and there's he has no lines we just see him like pointing like one two three kind of like he's and like maybe he's we just, see the silhouettes of yeah the, and he's just of the actors he's just like noting yeah. like he's just counting them with he's his finger counting crows outside and, he, and that's the that's we the have whole a, joke. so that was what we came up with when we were see see guys even when the microphones aren't on we're just constantly <laughs> doing this right so you said the topic for the show this week is we should go back to our own corners and come up with three more examples. Yeah. You have you are coming to the table with three today and I'm right. coming. And we now. don't know what 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 puns we picked. No, we have not shared our lists. We're going to share them now. Now, you went out with your brother the next day and went to lunch and we're mm-hmm. hanging out. And it sounds like you had somebody to collaborate with on this. You seemed very wow, excited. Wow, did you work in the rest. You seemed very excited. You're like, oh, I got great ones. I'm like, oh, great. Now I'm just got to go into my basement and come up with some of my own. You so. have plenty of opportunities to consult with your collaborators. I believe that you have a whole show literally where that's all you do. 
every day. What, consult with my collaborators? Yeah, you can talk to Luke about this stuff. Um, so, I don't consider him my collaborator. <laughs> um, so, I did come up with, I got about five, one of which I might not even mention it's so bad. I think the worse the better. Three... Mm, you haven't heard it yet. It's okay. offensive. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, so I got one that's totally bad. It's not even worth mentioning, but I might anyway. Three that are meh. And then one that I actually like, but my guess is the one that I like is one that you must have come up with as well. All I right. just feel it in my bones because it's good. It's sort of in the zeitgeist right now, okay. and um, and I just, it just seems like something that you would come up with as well. So um, I am taking away the screen that you look at to do the show with me, which is going to be a problem when I try to turn this back on later, but I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, so I'm going to open up my document here where I was uh, writing down my ideas. Do you want to present first? Sure, I'll take Don't my... do the one that I think we both did. I don't know what that means. All right, I'll start with my weakest one. Okay. How about that? Okay, I'm going to start with my strongest. It seems hard to believe that you would come up with this one, but watch me be wrong. So in, in this first one, we have two homeowners, and they say how much they love their house. It's got mm-hmm. lots of storage, um, you know, lots of natural light, whatever, whatever. But it has a leak problem. That's They're, your weakest one? That's my best one. That's Was that the one we share? We have a leak well, so the way I am envision it is mm-hmm. um, that they say, um, but the house does have a lot of leaks. Mm-hmm. And then cut to like growing everywhere in their house, like p- sprouting out of their gutters, popping up out of the, um, you know, the sink uh, trap um, in weird places, like just uh, coming up through the in the couch cushions mm, are leaks, the, right? The vegetable. The vegetable, L-E-E-K. And we show them like frantically trying to like harvest them and like looking up like recipes that you can use leeks in. But basically they're just like overrun with leeks, the vegetable. I see. Um, well, we could change mine to also say we have a lot of leaks or we have a leaking problem. But the concept is completely different. That's what I figured. I didn't think we were going to come up with the same concept, even if we had the same like root idea. Suddenly we see inside the house, we see the couple trying to figure out who told the neighbors that we're going to have a party? Mm-hmm. And you see maybe a bunch of like people in suits, almost like the like Nixon's like White House plumbers or whatever, like trying to figure out like who's been leaking, who's right. been leaking the the knowledge of like we're going to have a party or any other plans that maybe the the neighbors or the, you know that this household is is planning. But somehow the neighbors maybe keep they're like interrogating the couple. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I picture like some, some very very severe black suited people in the house like sort of like trying to figure out where the leaks are coming from all right well that's actually very similar to a uh, another idea that i had okay um we love our house but we have a bug problem Ooh. and then we cut to all over the house you have like a set like picture like total like 70s cops doing yes. a stakeout or sitting in a, you know, like yes. pictured in a van, but they're not in the van. They're, in, they're like sitting in the bathroom yes. with listening to like an old school uh, tape recorder to li- like they're listening to bugs mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. place throughout the house. Or maybe you have the bugs placed in the lamps. We see like they're the bugs are kind of placed everywhere, the listening devices. And there's a there's an unmarked van sitting out on their street. That's really good. And you good. got the, the guys, the, the, or I shouldn't say guys, the people in the short mm-hmm. sleeves, the yeah. cops in the short yeah. sleeves. 
listening to the to the bugs. Yeah, I like that. Uh, as they as they record this couple, you could even do like a little nod to like the Sopranos thing. You show the couple in the basement talking, like they turn on a oh, radio or, or, a, yes. or a washing machine. They're try- they turn they're on ta- a fan. Yeah, or, they're or talking just because because they're trying to like talk to us without having the bugs pick them up. Absolutely, I love that. Uh, we even maybe we, I really call out the Sopranos and have the. Have the bug placers put put a lamp down yeah. in the in or the maybe basement. we we see shots also of the couple like kind of taking fixtures off the wall mm-hmm. and looking into the holes like yeah, the take, Americans unscrewing the um the I mean nobody uses a telephone anymore but unscrewing yeah. the like the handset of yeah. the telephone looking yeah. for some pulling out wires that's good so that's funny but you're right it's very similar to leaks although you could, my version of the leaks one but I still feel like those could exist in the same universe yeah. as well um, we're zipping through these pretty quickly probably going to be a short show today but so much much fun while we're kind of in this world of sort of government entities and well that's espionage but I'll, I'll throw one more at you and I think this one is this one is a little rough but uh we have a problem with our cabinet okay <laughs> and we see a bunch <laughs> of high level government employees members of like a president's cabinet and like they're all sitting around our dining room table but it's like a big dining room uh-huh. table and like one of them clearly says like agriculture with a little plate in okay. front of them one of them says defense I like or, it and, and they're like all arguing with each other do you want to keep them as modern cabinet members or, or take it like um, you know like revolutionary war era oh that's interesting you could, you could make it historical for a little extra zhuzh. You could. I I picture them as kind of. Yeah, me because it would give us some give something them else something to, to look fight at. about. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, because otherwise I was I was picturing them like very kind of just modern DC yeah. fashion. You know, sitting around the table. I guess the thing that I'm a little bit that's where my idea ends like what would you have them arguing about like actual governmental things or things around the house i think you'd have it be like um i guess governmental things mm-hmm. like that are unrelated to the house things like you know uh taxation or you know tariffs or whatever i well what about i'm because i'm sorry i'm trying to google here because i'm trying to think of other members of the cabinet what if they're like actual cabinet positions but they're arguing about things or discussing things that could be related to the home so in other words the person who's the the secretary oh, of I agriculture like yeah. is talking about we got to deal with the garden, the garden summer yeah. is almost here i need more you know i this the the budget needs to be allocated for the for the garden summer is almost here and we have no raised beds treasury and be yeah. like but we don't have money for that right, right? War, uh you know like the secretary of war like you know the 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 Complaining about the, the Robinsons neighbors. down the yes, street are like yes. really they're showing signs of aggression. I like that. I like, yes, yeah, like make Secretary it all... of the Interior. Oh yeah, and then just putting up like measuring for drapes. Yes, so good. Yes, yes, yes. So I like that. Good. Okay, so that's good. So so far we have two versions of leaks. I love one bug. I love cabinet. We have a problem with our cabinet, and I like the way that we double check the Geico commercials. They don't always say it the same way. Yeah. Like they say, we have ants or we have a fencing yeah, problem. Yeah, you, you or structure whatever. the wording so, so that it makes sense yeah. for both me. Exactly. So, okay. So that's four so far, right? Two different leaks, one bugs, a cabinet. What else do you have? Okay. I like this one. It's pretty, it's pretty silly. Um, We love our house, but we do have a nosy neighbor. And then you meet, first we see the neighbor and he's just like out next door mowing the lawn in his shorts and he's just kind of a goofy looking dude. Um, 
but he has like a hilariously comically cartoonishly uh-huh. large nose. Think like you know Roxanne. Yeah, here, right. right. Like it's like even bigger. Just like make like go crazy with the nose. Like the nose is like its mm-hmm. own universe, its own character. Mm-hmm. And so, but the thing about this nosy neighbor is he's like the nicest guy. So mm-hmm. they show him coming over with like carrying a pie, mm-hmm. but his nose keeps like interfering and. Like it knocks something, it knocks a picture off the wall. He tries to drink something and it like mm-hmm. gets in the way and he like spills a bunch of wine. So even though he's it like, it is a problem, it's a problem, but the nose keeps probably causing problems. Mm-hmm. But he himself is a very nice person, someone you would be mm-hmm. happy to have as your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you're taking away the, or you could have nosy neighbors definition. and the whole family's nosed. Yes, that is a good point. I think that it definitely has to be like comical, like Roxanne, like you say, Mm -hmm. or even Pinocchio. Speaking of, wasn't there a Pinocchio... Yes, there's a Pinocchio Geico, Geico commercial. commercial. What's that? Um, Those are the... That fit into like the guys who played the banjo or the fiddle or whatever. It was like, yes, happier than... Something or more than something or more than Pinocchio and a something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's the show title. Okay, I like that. Um. Okay, I got a couple more here. How about we love our new house, but we have a problem with garbage pickup. Okay, very uh, an issue close to your heart. Hear me out. Okay, Shirley Manson. Oh my god, <laughs> is on the couch. It's, it's nighttime. I think Rat was about as obscure as they're going to be able to go on the on the band. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have Shirley Manson, and maybe the rest of the band. I can't figure that out. But you have Shirley Manson, but it's like late. Or, or maybe it starts in the early evening, but the homeowners keep saying, so when is your ride going to get here? Uh-huh. And she's kind of like, I don't know. And she's just like kind of morosely just sort of like tapping into her phone. And okay. she's like, this isn't going to be here in 15 minutes or whatever. But then you cut ahead and it's like dark. And the, again, the, the family now, the husband and wife are trying to, or wife and wife or husband and husband, I don't yeah. want to be exclusive, um, are watching television. And then, and, and it's like, they're just trying to like mind their own business. But Shirley Manson is still like, sitting in the corner like her face is a glow uh-huh. as she's still tap tap tapping riddle, into riddle her me phone this. riddle me this how do we mm-hmm. know how does anyone besides you know that this is shirley manson of garbage context just context yeah i think people would recognize shirley manson of garbage no listeners i'm gonna put the poll i'm gonna put it on <laughs> no, the poll i don't i don't care i'm gonna put it don't. on the poll <laughs> don't here no one's gonna recognize her sure you you'd make her all up what like you goffy talk- and no dark. one that sh- that band wasn't that big you put okay maybe you put on it, it, i'm only happy when it rains in the background or something like that i mean people I mean, know that's who the only reason is. rat worked was that they had they played like rats yeah but hit. i didn't want to just do like that they're just making a lot of noise as a band that doesn't seem uh, that you could just do that over and over they've already done that twice with animal and rat I yeah feel basically like. yeah. yeah um okay so you're giving that a, a garbage pickup problem you're giving a thumbs down i'm giving that one a thumbs down we're having a problem with garbage because i'm looking at shirley manson right now and like in a million years i wouldn't be able to identify that person we love our new house but nobody's picking up our garbage is that better or worse? Are you getting us closer? Well, ha- oh, because she's waiting for her. She's waiting arrived. for her yeah. ride. Yeah, and that's. I the mean, whole that thing part's there. kind of funny. If there was like, if there's a way, is there like anything that like? I mean, you could just have like someone like, um, who's who's a trash person. Like Who's have, like a trashy person? Just like a kid. A kid rock's just sitting there. And they oh. never identify him by name, but they just say no one's picking up the trash. Wow. That would be cold, It'd be, inter- be interesting man. if he would sign up for that. And he did. And the rest of the commercial is just like weirdly quiet. Yeah, everyone's just like, 
just staring at him. <laughs> Every now and then, like, the, maybe one of the people in the couple just, like, awkwardly looks at their watch. And, there, and it's like, and there's really not very at, many jokes. It's just, like, we let the picking, trash nobody, hang out there. Nobody's picking who's up Who's our the trashiest? Trash. Who's who's famous for being trash? Who well, would, I like, like that. Who would lean into it, though. Oh, who would actually do it? Yeah. I like that because... Um, because Kid Rock deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Be- does anybody want to be trash? Um, I mean, Jeff Foxworthy's mm. always claiming to be a redneck or some shit. Or, or actually, Jeff Foxworthy was more making fun of you might be a redneck if what were like the trailer park like wasn't there a whole like trailer park comedy tour or oh, whatever? That rings yeah, a bell, whatever yeah. Those Larry, guys are. Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm. He, but might, no, he I, might lean into being. I think trash. the whole thing. Trash only, is very rude. I th- I will say like that is a very rude thing is. to call. That's someone. why I, I mean it's got to be Kid if Rock. If someone says you're trash, like. That is not. That is never a compliment. It's got to be Kid Rock, and it's got to be awkward AF. Just, just yeah. like so awkward, yeah. but nobody's picking up our. You're trash. gonna sorry, Geico. You're gonna have to pour. You're gonna have to divert all the money that we had allocated to the Crow. Yes. Uh, commercial for the Kid Rock is trash commercial <laughs> because you're gonna be the, for the legal paperwork and oh, everything yeah. to get him to do it. It's okay. Gonna, it's gonna be. It's I'll go be with that. Very complicated. I feel like you can't. I think you. I think you punch that up a bit. Um, what else do you have? You have one more. No, I did all mine. Leaks, bugs, and um, nosy neighbor. Okay. I thought we were only required. I said we had to come with three. I but I didn't like any of mine, so I just kept throwing things on the page. Okay. So here's. I, I'll share one. more I like with cabinet you. a lot as an. Like I think like mm-hmm. like joke wise, it's very funny. Yeah. But cabinet problem. We have a broken cabinet. Broken cabinet might and be, and they're the, all like, yeah. they're all like, they can't, they can't get anything done because they're just bickering about. We have a dysfunctional cabinet. Uh, you wouldn't say we have a dysfunctional cabinet if you had a broken, like an actual yeah. cabinet. We have an, we have an issue. We have an issue with our cabinet. We have an issue with our cabinet. I think that's probably the best. Okay, this one. I don't know if I like the wording on this. Once I learned that we don't, there, we don't have to put it into a specific sort of blank problem. Yeah, how about this? We love our new apartment, but it is a bit drafty. And then we see a bunch of football executives. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know what? I wrote this differently because I think originally I thought they all had to be a a blank problem. I was going to say we have a a problem with draft. Well, we have a draft problem, and I was mm-hmm. going to have the joke be that, like, you have people making terrible drafting choices. There, or what about just there is a draft, and then yeah, they're just, the and thing. then the, the couple just, like, has to, like, wet, like, they're they're walking sideways to the rooms because, like, all of these players and their entourages and families and hangers-on yeah. are, like, filling up the room while they're waiting for their, you know, you know you've seen those videos where, like, the player gets drafted and we see right. him react. Yeah, in that case, I think it should be an NBA draft. I yeah. think that's the most iconic exactly. of the drafts. Although the NFL draft is also really big these days. And so my you orig- partner with the NBA, that's a great idea. My original idea was like we have a draft problem or we have a problem with drafts and like you have executives making obviously terrible p- choices in the draft like yes we are taking another punter in the first round uh-huh. <laughs> you, like you have to do a like, lot of setup in yeah. a very short time to make it clear that these are bad picks right okay but that's and you don't so want to be right. ableist you know you don't want to like yeah. make it a some joke where someone's in a wheelchair no no, no. You you, know? i think the punter would be the main like you would never take a punter in the first round like obviously like it's I mean, I know that is ob- a position. that is obvious, but it's also like I think in a very quick thirty second commercial, that nuance 
nuance is a bit lost to someone like you need it to be obvious i like the idea just of there is a bit there is a draft but there is because a draft like in the you know literal sense yes. of there's a window there's yeah a, exactly something. but there's it's a just draft. literal yeah and then you just say there's a draft and that is the problem i also think it's a bit drafty is it's not quite as literal but it is sort of funny because then like the, then like you say it's just like it's the nba draft mm-hmm. you have adam silver up there who's like you know he's kind of an iconic commissioner the bald sure. tall skinny guy um uh, the uh, angel of death <laughs> <laughs> um, we have an angel of death problem <laughs> and it is apocalyptic up in here anyway that's basically what i got i also wrote down just in case i couldn't <laughs> i said never mind oh no don't leave me hanging <laughs> i said we have a horse problem and a bunch of people are doing heroin but <laughs> That seems, that seems I mean, that's slightly insensitive. That is both insensitive and also what is a horse problem? I know. Other than heroin. <laughs> My horse problem is I don't have enough horses. My biggest problem is we're not going to have very many commercials to put in our list of commercials for people to... Sometimes we, sometimes it be like that. Look up. <laughs> sometimes it do. Um, okay, so this is the time for me to talk to you about this commercial. <laughs> I forgot where we were in the show. Wow. I was looking down at the show sheet. You're really like, vamping there. If we already did this. This is the time hey, in the show. Hey, how many buttons are you pushing when, over there? No, zero. Here, that you, is fair. You can take the, the screen back, speaking of. Andrew it. does all of the... Andrew's <laughs> like, you know how they always say, like, you know, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers... Like, yeah, he was amazing, but she did it all backwards in heels. Yeah. That's like me and Andrew on this show, except <laughs> I'm the Fred Astaire. I make it look easy because I don't really have to do that much. Oh, you don't make it look easy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, one thing I'm sort of bummed about, this won't affect our listeners, I guess. So good thing to bring it up here <laughs> yeah, about this uh, VHS tape I found from specifically February 28th, 1995 with an, apparently an entire Como morning news show on it. And this is, by the way, isn't like chit chat. Like this is the news. You know, they're firing mm-hmm. through the headlines for some reason. The, but the- is there some uh, what do they call it? Uh like news chatter or whatever. No. Happy, happy talk. There's, there's no happy talk. There's almost. Well, the happy talk is. Yes. The happy talk is their weather person who I'm going to see if I can actually find the notes I've been keeping on this. I kind of try to take notes while I watch it the first time and then I go up and I clean them up later. Um, but there's some I think local listeners will probably recognize you the do name. You keep very detailed notes oh, about yeah. these oh, things. Oh look at the, yeah, you're just seeing these notes for the first time. Yikes! You're looking at the ones that are archived. Well this you're looking at a representation of 10 VHSs that I've gone through so far um but there's these... some sort of metaphor here <laughs> but i plan on um uploading all of this like i had mentioned to you but they have a weather person uh and i can't find the name of the weather person now i think the so the anchors by the way were jim snyder and lynn espinoza if those names ring a bell to long time uh, Seattle residents who are listening right now. And Todd Johnson is the weather person. But, you know, when people say, boy, journalism has really just gone downhill, can I just point out that... Slow your roll. 1995, <laughs> we had Todd Johnson doing Seattle weather updates from Disneyland where the new Indiana Jones Adventure ride was just opening. And it's a total... Um, 
what is the word I'm looking for? This puff piece. Boondoggle. No, oh. like uh, uh, when somebody is sent somewhere. Oh yeah, I mean uh, a junket. A it's junket. a total junket. Yeah. He's dressed up as Indiana Jones. He's riding the ride. Oh he's talking God. about how great it is while he's doing quick weather updates, and they're just like, oh, oh, Todd, you're such a cut up. Spoken while he's like just a like, man who didn't get corn dogged at a roller coaster at, park. We called we called it corn dogging because okay, let's just tell it. <laughs> it's a short show. We got room. <laughs> I forgot that we used. You don't corn. want. You don't want to leave. I got corn dogged at Cedar Park <laughs> as just an uninterrogated statement. I get it. I get it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. But I get it. I forgot that we used for the longest time. We died not on this story. We, <laughs> the term corn dogging is what we meant when uh, if, if we felt like some as a member of the press, you were trying to be kind of um, uh, uh, what's the kind sort of, of bribed. Yeah, or, kind or, of bribed or um, swayed yeah, with coverage. Give, by give, given, a, give yeah. us some freebies, some swag. Because I was a. A very young producer, but I was in college working for WKSU, and I was working in the newsroom. And you doing... had a terminal case of the earnest. I did, but also the people I was working with, the adults. So I was, you know, in college, but I worked in a newsroom that took itself very seriously. And some very veteran reporters in that newsroom did not like the idea of doing anything that would just be like a puff piece or something. It had to have some sort of journalistic credibility. I didn't. Um, my role was not to file stories with it. I was very, very low level. I was dubbing tapes and doing stuff like that. But th we did get a press release that said Cedar Point, which is the, the big amusement park in uh, Northeast Ohio. When which I die and inevitably go to the good place, as I mm -hmm. obviously will, it's going to be Cedar Point with no line. <laughs> it's going to be that day that we went to Cedar Park with your parents. Cedar Point. What did I say? Cedar Park? Yeah. Sorry, Cedar Point uh, with your parents. And... None of the three of you could stomach going on the tall no. roller coasters. And I was just like, okay, bye, guys. It's been fun. Yeah, I will just... be gone for the day. And I just went around as a single rider and just went to the front of every line. Because yeah, you're a single and rider. it was a dream come true. Well, and I would love, if I could relive one day. That would be it. Cedar Point is a great amusement park where um, it's not a chain. I and think I got a concussion at that day <laughs> from, from all of the rides. Yeah, and it's a place where th like roller coaster enthusiasts from all over the world will come because Cedar Point is one of the parks that builds the biggest, fastest, taller tallest roller coasters and usually there's like there's parks in japan and in other parts of this country where there's like kind of a competition now the biggest one is here now the sure. biggest one is there well back in i'm gonna say like 1999 oh yeah, it was probably 1999 because the name of the roller coaster was the millennium force and it, it at the time was the fastest tallest roller coaster in the country uh it was the first roller coaster i ever went on that used like hydraulics to shoot you to the top of the hill because yeah. otherwise if you use the old clanky chain click, 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 click. The system you would be up there forever. Yeah. And I was I've always been scared of heights, but this was a time in my life where the fear wasn't as great in me. And I just like as a kid, I didn't ride roller coasters. And as an adult, I don't ride roller coasters. But there's a sweet time in high school and college where I got I got a real thrill out of them as you're supposed to. And so. I loved Cedar Point. We got this press release before Cedar Point was going to open for the season. Journalists could come and be the first people along with like some roller coaster enthusiast group 
to come to the park. The whole park wasn't open, just that one ride. And now Cedar Point was a park that I knew well. I'd been going there since I was a child. I had yeah. I had little sippy cups that were in the shape of a bunch of grapes that I grew up with, <laughs> you know, from Cedar Point. Um, and the lid was the green leaves. I'm just remembering that now for the first time. So anyway, Cedar Point was in my bones. And I said to the um, news director, like, hey, can I go and cover this? And he was like, well, we don't usually just do commercials for new roller coasters right he's like it's kind of a and but there was some one of the other journalists there who again was sort of a, a long time serious journalist he said well he there took is a cigar out of his mouth he said ah let the kid take a crack kinda, at it it was mark Uricky. like you met him <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of not too far off from yeah. that a little younger than what you're depicting there but uh mark said well there is one thing like there's a lot of like talk about the danger of roller coasters right now and there was actually some see my earlier comment ray concussion <laughs> there was some concern being raised in congress by congressman uh markey of massachusetts oh yeah what's his first name not ed. ray ed markey yeah. and ed markey was at, so i think they said if you turn this into a piece where yes you can profile this new thing but we get some tape of congressman markey from elsewhere and when you go there interview people about this legislation and see if you can get the people who in you know the the engineers of the roller coaster were there the roller coaster enthusiasts were there and a bunch of media members and so i said okay yeah so i'll ask them about this legislation and whatever so i get to go to cedar point which is like an hour outside of cleveland or whatever um i guess i was in kent at the time doesn't matter um but I'm very excited to be there, but also I'm like, I take my job very seriously. I'm very young. I'm very earnest and I'm very eager to please the people at the WKSU newsroom. Like I wanted this to be my future public radio. And this was the first time I'd ever done anything like this before, like going on assignment. And so um, I go there. I ride the coaster a couple of times. I went with various microphones. I tried uh, wearing a lavalier microphone and recording. <laughs> it was, we wanted a tape of me writing it in the piece. But like the thing is, the G forces cut my recorder off every time. It was yeah. a digital mini disc recorder, I think. And you could listen to me being being afraid going up the hill and then as soon as you'd start to hear a little wind and then the recorder yeah. would just die it's it like that part it. in um uh that jodie foster movie Con what is it contact oh where, I, if i've seen that it's been forever i think it's contact uh where like they build this whole uh they think they've they they believe they've been given the plans for an interdimension interspace or interstellar uh vehicle of some sort and they build it and she goes in it and then like it appears to all the observers that nothing happens like nothing like the the pod that she's in just like falls to the ground basically but she's like no i didn't just fall to the ground like during the during the fall that appeared that you saw i like i was in another i went through a wormhole and i like talked to an alien and everything and there's just like a and and so everyone's like no that didn't happen we saw it but there is like a there's like a dead space on the mm. tape that she's of of her experience it's like unexplainable mm -hmm. so it leads us leads us to believe that like it did happen it just happened in a sort of a like virtual ex experience that did happen though when i went down the yeah. hill i went into another dimension and there were <laughs> aliens I would have gone with the maybe too much Nixon talk today. I would have gone with the Nixon erasing the tapes, but sure. We'll, well, I was trying to we'll say like contact. you're in a you're in a like a device and like yeah. it makes the thing go. No, off. no, you're right. Um, okay, so all of that is to say, I rode it a couple of times. I did my interviews, whatever, and I mentioned before that the whole park was closed. It was a hell of an experience for me to be at Cedar Point the day or two days before this park actually opened because here I am in like. 
basically my fantasy land. I loved Cedar Point, but like it felt so special to be there on this day to see everything close. It's like the time that Luke and I got to do an episode of TBTL just sitting in the Mariners ballpark in the stands watching them get the the field ready for a, a game and nobody was allowed in yet. Just kind of feeling like I had some access. But the one thing that was open was some concession stands because they were treating the media and everybody there to some free meals or whatever, including corn dogs. <laughs> and I think I um, I guess I didn't I didn't tell you this at the time because I don't think we knew each other or were dating at the time. But when I was relaying this to you, you know, probably not all that long later we got together, I was saying like, oh, yeah, well, you know, they tried to corn dog me with some free food. <laughs> But I wasn't going to let him do that. And you thought it was so funny that that would be the line I would draw and also that I called it corn dogging. <laughs> and so then when I became a, a, an actual, you know, somewhat journalist and radio producer for the next 10 years or whatever it was, 20 years of my life, uh, we would say, like, you know, don't let this guy corn dog you. You yeah. know, like, don't let him sweeten you up at all. Tell the real story. Make Ed Markey proud. Right. But you have nothing but contempt for the guy who went to Disney World or whatever. And dressed up like Indiana Jones to just, like... <laughs> Tell the tell us what's happening in Seattle weather down at Disneyland <laughs> because the the junket was paid for well, anyway. What were we talking about? <laughs> so I'm watching this um, this video from uh, 1995. I, I think I literally started to say the thing that kind of bums me out is the video quality isn't super great on this tape. For some reason, there's a lot of like sort of a uh, visual echo, if you can imagine it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like when the you know how there's screensavers on computers because what used to happen when an image would get burned into the screen. Um, it's sort of weird to look at, but I think you'll be able to see enough of this here, Vives. And I mean, I guess you can see it on the screen, but I'm not even going to tell you what the name of this um, service is because you just see a montage of different white men, all like kind of middle-aged white men from based on the Chiron, all different companies but okay. they're all sort of advertising the same thing and their inability to sort of read their part of the script clearly is hilarious the first one sounds a little bit like steve brule i can't even tell <laughs> i feel like i'm overplaying this but the, when i watch it for the for first this. time i was like oh and then there's like the anything that they say you get this 90s wipe like an entire screen kind of goes from left to right or up to uh, down to up or up to down with the quote they just said in text. Okay. But it goes by so quickly you can barely see what it says and sometimes the quotes are too long and it just really feels like Tim and Eric. This, again, this is a very visual thing, but this is up on our YouTube page. If you go to... um. And we'll have a link to it in the show notes and everything. But if you go to YouTube and look for After These Messages podcast, you'll see this is the latest one that I posted. So uh, take a listen to this. It's white sale days at the independent Key America dealer. <laughs> he did not know. He did not know what When you said this coming. was like an awesome show, great job sketch. <laughs> You did not exactly. Okay, I'm really glad you don't think I'm exaggerating. Holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> it's white sale days at the independent Key America dealer. This it's, week really was... the, it's really the pause. It's white sale days. And could you even tell yet what he said? It sounds like he's saying Kia dealer. It is not Kia dealer. I promise you, this is not for cars. These are a bunch of guys who own appliance shops. I know, I'm trying. I mean, I, 
I only know that because you said that. It's not clear to me yet what's happening just it's from context. It's days at your independent Key America dealer. <laughs> this weekend, we're slashing prices on our favorite brands. Each of us is backed by the $2.5 billion buying Wait. power of 2000 <laughs> A dollar bill got ripped in half. In, not a dollar bill, just a dollar symbol got ripped in half in one of the in one of the wipes that goes down. And somehow these wipes... And not even in... And I, I don't know how to explain this, but it didn't get ripped in half in a way that seems no, logical. It, it's ripped in half and it's not a dollar bill. It's a dollar it's sign. It's a dollar sign. Sort of and it just sort of breaks. Yeah. I, uh, I'm we blank. broke money. What is the name of Tim and Eric's editor? Um, he's famous. Uh, 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 Berger. Uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. I cannot believe that he didn't edit this. It's white sale days at your independent Key America dealer. This weekend Vic we're Berger, slashing prices oh, on yeah. our favorite brands. Each of us is backed by the $2.5 billion buying power of 2,000 independent stores. We can beat anyone's advertised price. Anyone. <laughs> and after he says that, it says two and a half billion dollar buying <laughs> power. Wait, go back. I gotta watch this like a hundred times. <laughs> also, who does this guy remind you of? He reminds me of oh well, of Tim Heidecker, but like mixed with a a, a movie, like a, a character actor from the movies that I can't quite place. I mean, He's, all his name of is these... Dan Wiseman, representing Wiseman Appliance. God, here. All of these dudes are like out of absolutely. <laughs> Like the extras, like the tertiary and and whatever characters that they get to like just these kind of unpleasant looking white dudes <laughs> that kind of pop that kind of populate the the margins of awesome show great job and he's the one who says we'll beat anyone else's advertised I mean, sale I price really or whatever expect... but it goes by so quickly that when it appears as a poll quote you can't even see what it is it just flies across the screen it's just it's is it not sublime this is sublime it's... oh by the way we're almost done with the commercial i'm going to restart it here do you know yet what they're advertising they have the 200 they have 2.5 billion dollar buying power of a major appliance brand (laughs) andrew all these guys i think they're selling appliances all these guys are from different appliance repair shops oh a pair or or i can't tell if it's repair or set i seriously don't know sales let's see it's white sale days at your independent key america dealer this weekend we're slashing prices on our favorite brands each of us is backed by the two and a half billion dollar buying power of two thousand independent stores okay we can beat anyone's advertised price anyone's (laughs) <laughs> now we're offering financing who zero down you? and no interest until 1996. And we'll extend your warranty free. So see your Key America dealer nearest you. Then something goes by at the end that I can't even tell. It's not even quoting what he said. The, the words go by so quickly. And then you realize, okay, no, you are right. It's, some of these are also service places, but they're appliance. Yeah. And they're all certified Key America dealers. Right. I still don't know what Key what America is. What is Key is. America? Who knows? Let me play the end of this one more time. I won't start it over. See refrigeration sales and service, Weissman Appliance or Woodenville Home Appliance. Your, your key, key to, share. To, sa- to savings. Is that what it said savings? Oh, I it's, thought it said sharing. It's extremely that makes bad. More sense. I mean, part of it is the quality, but it's also just very bad design. This is a real design. Uh, graphic design is my passion type of project here. Um, that is amazing. <laughs> I love that. I love the concept of it. It's like, well, we're three unrelated. In in most ways, we're just three independent business owners. We own appliance stores or appliance sale and repair stores. But we have this one thing in common, which was that we're like licensed to deal. I I I don't know what key appliances are. Maybe they were like a brand of appliances. I don't. I've never heard of so. them. Yeah, I'm looking here. Keyappliance.com. So or Key America. Appliance, I guess they are me. a line of 
So no one's ever heard of them, but they licensed these stores to sell their amazing brand. And these three dudes got together and were like, we're three, um, you know, pretty unappealing middle-aged white guys. Like, let's combine our powers. No, but see, this is the confusing, th- confusing thing. Key isn't selling key brand appliances. They're selling top name brand appliances at affordable oh, they're like prices. A, they're like an aggregator? They're just somehow like you, if you are, if you want to get into the appliance business and start oh up your own God. shop, hang out your own shingle, you can probably uh, team up with key appliances. And they and other- do the deals with like, they like, you just go to them. You're like, I want to be an appliance salesperson. I want to sell appliances. You just make sure I have my like May tags and my whirlpools and my whatevers in my store. And maybe like there's by pooling together, you can get the best prices on these things. But on I the can't backhand. stress enough what a bad pitch this is because it is meaningless to the consumer. This is a they are confusing business to business marketing mm-hmm. with business to consumer marketing. I am on uh, on the key appliance website, which, you know, isn't the worst website I've ever been on, but it's not the best. Um, I clicked on hot buys. And here's what we can get. We get a Speed Queen white. Watch us get a refrigerator at Key Appliances. We do need <laughs> I one. know. Uh, let's see here. You got Maytag. You got, yeah, so you got name brands, Frigidaire, Refrigerator. Oh, no, that's a, oh, yeah, that's a deep freeze. You want kind of a chest freezer, don't you? It's low on my list. I got a million other things I need first. And we don't have room for that shit. But anyway, um, so there you go. I'm glad that you enjoyed that as much as I did because I was it's a little bit worried wonderful. that I was building up too much. No, it's right up my alley. I really, th- I would really encourage people to go. I'm not trying to get clicks here I, I, I can't stress enough i don't care <laughs> i just want you to see if, this it, commercial. if we haven't made it clear from our performance <laughs> we don't care i don't care about clicks um but uh, do go to the youtube page or, or click the link in the show notes so you can watch that over and over and over again <laughs> everybody's talking at me i don't hear words they're saying only the echoes of my mind. I don't know how, I don't know why we were talking about Ted Danson on the show last week. Yes. And for some reason. I just said because he wears a wig famously. Yeah, but I thought the conversation got there because Whoopi Goldberg was mentioned. No, no I, that's, we came. It was we oh, started yes, with the wig. Yes, okay. We got to Whoopi. Yes, okay, right, right, right. That's definitely it. Okay, I'm there now. Anyway, and we mentioned um, that I, one of us mentioned Ted Danson scandal, and we're like, oh yeah, he cheated on his wife with Whoopi Goldberg in the '80s, right? Um, and then you reminded me that his wife is Mary Steenburgen, and I was like, oh yeah, why would he? I mean, why? I and mean, people cheat all the time. But, of course, I love Mary Steenburgen. Um, but we got a correction here from listener Alina who says, Ted Danson's thing was that he, the, the scandal wasn't that he had an affair necessarily. It was that he wore blackface to the Friars Club roast of Whoopi Goldberg. So they were roasting Whoopi Goldberg. He wore blackface. But apparently he, was, he did it at her urging yeah. while they were a couple. The world, even back then, was not... Uh, uh, it was pretty over that. You, yeah. Yes, they were not but accepting I, of a I white man need, like that I wearing blackface. I do need to correct the record on one thing. I was wrong. He was not married to Mary Steenburgen, but he was married. Oh, he, he was, was? Yes, he was married to Cassand- his second wife, Cassandra Coates, um, and they uh, had a couple of kids, um, but his affair with actress Whoopi Goldberg contributed to their divorce in 1993. 
It was at the time one of Hollywood's costliest divorces. It reportedly cost him thirty million dollars because he ended up publicly being in an affair with Whoopi Goldberg, and then th- then they ended up being a couple out in public. Him and Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, and I don't know if you know. I don't know the ins and outs, and like if he and Cassandra Coates were functionally separate or whatever. But this, sure. the but the the reporting I'm seeing is that this relationship that he had with Whoopi Goldberg was not while he was at least like single on paper. Yes. I feel like, and again, it must've been TVTL because I feel like you'd remember this conversation, this makes me but feel I feel better. like I had this exact conversation. I'm just makes me feel better. Like I got it wrong about Mary Steenburgen, but I was not, I was like, God, I really remember it being like kind of shocking that someone who was so beloved like Ted Danson was and is yeah. had an affair. Now that's like, if that's all you did and you didn't like, you know, sex traffic somebody it's like good on you so it's like you know people are unfaithful they shouldn't be like shunned from public polite society if that happens but my memory was like no he had an affair with Whoopi Goldberg and he did have an affair with Whoopi Goldberg yes but it wasn't he wasn't cheating on Mary Steenburgen right just some nobody so Mary Steenburgen must have been his third wife then yes Wow, with a whoopee in between. With a whoopee in between. <laughs> <laughs> also, one really quick note here, and then we'll uh, leave it at this for the day. Um, again, I know I know what I was referencing in last week's show. I had run into my friend earlier in the day before recording, and um, I don't know if maybe on the show we were talking about Home Depot or what it was. But anyway, my friend had just been at Home Depot, and she was uh, shopping for a new exhaust fan for her bathroom, which had shit out on her, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, I will. she was apparently like in the aisle looking at them. and She described it so, so humorously. Um, she <laughs> said that some employee came by who was clearly new. I took him to be like a middle-aged man, but I could be wrong about that. Maybe a younger guy. I don't know. And he sort of came up and was like, hey, what are you looking for? And he's like an employee of Home Depot. And uh, The real headline here is that a Home Depot employee asked someone if they could help yeah, them. Yeah, right. Well, that's I, – yeah, exactly. And he said, oh, you're looking for a fart fan, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then she said that he just sort of looked over her shoulder for a while, was no help, and then just said, okay, I'm going to go take care of something else And now. we're back. <laughs> and we're back. But anyway, I thought referring to an exhaust fan in a bathroom and calling it a fart fan is funny because we always turn on the fan when we're going to the bathroom, and while that might mitigate you know, the sound of us going to the bathroom a little bit really does an exhaust fan help dissipate or get rid of the smell at all. And I said no. And you said no. And uh, listener David in Bellingham said, fans in bathrooms are meant to evacuate humidity. That's what I said. From all of the uh, watery stuff that happens in the bathroom. Depending on the density of one's farts, you probably (laughs) will notice no dispersion of fart smells. I really like the idea, though. Uh, in modern now, this is I think this is interesting. David says in modern architectural design, there should be some sort of twenty-four hour fan to ensure air circulation throughout the house. I could not agree more. Yeah, I love this house we have, but it has very bad circulation. Yeah, that's true. When we cook something in the in the air fryer, it smells like that food for days. We just don't have good air. We flow. could set up a more a chain of fans more aggressively, but it would require us to kind of like put a bunch of fans throughout the house yeah but like right now like uh, we do have like kind of a hood fan in our kitchen over our stove of course then we have a kind of a mini kind of built-in hot platey kind of mini stove and a kitchenette we have downstairs and there's a fan in that hood as well and so i do sometimes turn those on but that's in then the bathroom and then you know there's just not a lot of um exhaust style fans in the house and yes i love that a new house especially now you could make them kind of quiet yes you can have the hood fan in the kitchen but then maybe something a little bit more substantial 
substantial built into the ceiling of the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and why not all the rooms? One of the houses I grew up in had a big fan built into the ceiling, like not a ceiling fan that mm-hmm. hangs down, but like it was up in the ceiling yeah. through a grate. Like it was sucking air and it up would suck into air it. Up. Yeah. And I remember in the summer, uh, we didn't have air. I this Could that have been right even in North Carolina? I'd have to ask my my family to get a reading to get a, a ruling on this, but my memory I just have this very strong and you know sort of sentimental memory or nostalgic memory of it being the summertime and the time to turn the big fan on and the whir and the the mm-hmm. hum of that big fan like really signaling that it was summertime. And so it, you that whir stayed on all summer, or did or, it sort of go down after? Like, was it just a, lot, a, a loud startup sound or like... Well, you know, the hum of a fan. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. Do you remember your family ever cleaning the filters? I don't, but that's not to say they didn't. I yeah. just don't remember it. I'm just curious because you just think that, boy, if you have that on all summer or yeah. a couple of summers, you could really see some satisfying filter cleaning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. You can sell anything. There, we did it. (laughs) I enjoyed that. That was a fun show. It was fun. I like games. I like games, too. Uh, If you have any good ideas for a We Have a Blank Problem commercial, please pitch them on the voicemail line. Pitch them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can email in, but this one would be so great for the voicemail line. It really would. Call in and just set up the whole thing. We have a blank problem. Uh, The voicemail line number is 607-444-5597. 9-7. You can also call and maybe sing a jingle that's stuck in your head or react to anything you heard on the show today. Um, if you don't want to call, that's okay. We prefer that. We are an audio program. But you can also email after these messages show at gmail.com. That's after these messages show at gmail.com. Again, if you want to check out that bonkers commercial <laughs> we really played for should. you from 1995. Please do. Go to the YouTube page and look for After These Messages podcast. Make sure to put podcast on the end. Otherwise, you'll just find a bunch of other shit. Uh, and of course, we have a Facebook group where we just banned another uh, squatter I today. Know. I don't was... even know how these spammers are getting in there because I thought that I had it set up so that if you applied to be a member... I had to approve you. I don't. I'm not approving any of these jokers. So maybe yeah. I need to go in and check my security settings. But yeah, if you see somebody who's obviously just spamming the the group, report them. Uh, email us if I'm not if I'm not uh, doing like banning them fast enough. I'll ban the shit out of them. <laughs> Scorched Earth. We'll talk to you guys next Tuesday.